Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the best regular, semegular podcast in the city, in the world. And not just the city, but the world, Craig. Guys, we gotta talk about this whole manifest culture nonsense that's been going around the ether sphere. <laughs> um, you guys cannot possibly fathom how many stories that I have just being around women in healthcare that I could share with you about how many of them are in their 30s, early 40s, late 20s, hidden 30, the wall. The wall, guys. The wall will come for us all eventually. That's when things really slow the fuck up. If you think shit's slow now, I know people that have never even been in relationships before. Women, attractive women, that when you see them, you'd be like, oh. Like, you'll ask them, like, I'll never take it upon myself to ask a girl or a woman, do you have a boyfriend? Because one, I don't want you to get the wrong impression that I'm, like, trying to be your next boyfriend or something. And two, I don't want you to think that I'm interested enough in your life enough to ask you, but they just keep on sharing regardless. They actually ask me if I have a girlfriend before, like, I even get the chance to really ask them, like, do you have a man or something like that? Mm. But, uh, how many of them that, like, just don't know... I've heard stories of women saying, I've never been in a relationship. These men lead me on. I always find myself in long-term relationships and just can't seem to stay single long enough to do what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. I live at home or I live with three to four other people who all do different things, but I'm thinking about moving. I hear that so much. Like They're all thinking about moving out of the terrible roommate situation that they've become accustomed to. They're like, it's so expensive. And they always say, I'm working so much so I can buy a house. I'm like, in me and my head, I'm always thinking, no, you're working so hard because you don't like being at home. I don't believe you like being at home like that. And and people might say, it's just so hard to fathom that people just want to work hard for their money. And nah, it's not hard to understand that. But when they say it, When you hear it, nine times out of ten, from women that you would think would have it together, and then you realize, like, they don't have it together. And if all you guys are saving up to buy a house, every single last one of you, then I ask you where you want the house. Why are you saving up so much money? Why are you working six doubles a week? And you can't tell me where you want to buy a house you're gonna buy the house from what website you're looking at then I'm looking at you with the side I like uh, I'm like I know why you're really at work so much I don't know what kind of life work situation you got going on most of the time I find that the people just can't balance this is men and women they just can't balance work and life enough to go out and find anything and some believe like uh, I'll just manifest, I'll just keep working, and I'll manifest the right man for me. Eventually, the right woman will come along if I'm just working, and at work all the time, and 
eventually the right man will come my way. And I'm like, and I tell these girls, honest as I can be, I'm like, you will not, seldom often will you find a man at work that meets your standards, that isn't just a, a common hookup or something. Like, you won't find it, you won't find them, like, too often. Um, at work. People told me, like, you're a rarity. I'm like, how? Like, because you work hard, you look good, you take care of yourself, you have your own stuff, you don't depend on anyone. I'm like, this is a rare to come by, people just doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're like, yeah, we just don't see it too often. And deadass, literally, this is what they say. We deadass, they're like, we just don't see it too often. I'm like, oh, wow. Even my boss the other day, she's like, Brandon, has anyone ever told you you look like a movie star? And I was like, no, they haven't. <laughs> she's like, well, you do. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> I was like, you trying, uh, most consultants, you trying to get some dick or something, man? What you doing hitting on me like that, bro? Trying to get some dangling or something, man. I don't know what that is. He trying to try and test the waters. I was like, nah. Nah, I've never been told that before. Have I been told that before in my life? Yeah. But uh, I'm like, eh, I know where this is going. I'd rather avoid it. Uh, this whole manifesting shit, guys. You guys got to go out there and find... If anything, you got to put yourself in the right position to be found by this person that you are apparently looking for, said not looking for. How else are they going to find you? And you can manifest all you want to, but if you don't put yourself in the right position, then the shit just won't happen. It won't just magically stumble upon your lap. I find it odd that people believe in horoscopes and signs before they believe in God and faith. These days, I'm like, you can believe in something that you don't really see based off of a science, a pseudoscience, off of the random occurrence of people being born during a certain time, but you feel, you, you look out in the sun, you see the sun, you see everything, and I'm like, you don't believe in a higher power or God at all? It just, it baffles me. It baffles the mind that people think this way. And then, for the people that do believe in God, they're like, I'm going to just remain celibate until God sends me that person. If they can't find you, how is he going to send anything to you? He doesn't do delivery packages. He's not Amazon or UPS. Like, it won't, the perfect man or the perfect situation that's right for your life will not just show up at your doorstep in two business days like you you have to go out there and you have to make it happen you have to make it happen faith without work goes nowhere guys manifesting without putting in like the groundwork and working like on yourself and so many people think that they're working on themselves while they're single and they think they're making themselves perfect for a relationship. It never works that way. Relationships are so finicky and so interchangeable that when that person does come, you might not even be able to handle what that person is bringing to you. You might not be able to handle all that love or that responsibility of really caring for another person because you've been single for so long. 
what have you been practicing love on? You love yourself. Have you tried loving another person, not your family, who are supposed to love you unconditionally and vice versa? How are you practicing how to be a good man or a good woman for someone else if you're not putting yourself around people to actually do that? It's like when people say, yeah, I've, I've healed and I've moved on. How do you know you're, you've moved on? You're not in front of that stimulus that is that was stimulating you to act how you were acting before enough to test this theory that you have out that you actually have healed. I feel healed. I feel better. How do you measure that? How do you quantify that at all? when pertaining to another person because you can love yourself all day and everything starts with self-love it always starts with you loving yourself but how do you how do you make up in fights how do you react to someone else getting smart with you how do you react to someone else's needs what do you do for them when you're so used to doing for yourself and just yourself but not in the sense of doing for yourself to make yourself whole and better because you don't know what you're missing until you meet that person and then then you realize this is what I've been missing this whole time that person is what I've been missing the whole time now I feel better sometimes the person that you're looking for is the exact person that will heal you. Sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes they're gonna hurt you and teach you as a lesson, so don't do this dumb shit no more. <laughs> hey, that's a lesson learned either way. But if you come across those situations where it isn't working out, and I've seen a lot of people be like, I tried, I tried, I tried. What did you try? Or what didn't you try? It's not about what you did try. What didn't you try? What lengths did you not go through? And if you went through all those extreme lengths, like communicating and really talking about shit when shit get rough and they get dark outside and they get dark inside, like if you didn't do all of that stuff, like did you really try as hard as you could? Or did you give up because it compromised that you being you part? Like that's what you, that's what you need to ask yourself. Like, did you try everything truly, or was it just all overwhelming for you at the time, and then you just needed a break? from it. In life, there are no breaks, guys. There are no breaks in life. Life will hit you over and over and over and over and over and over again until it can't hit you anymore. It won't stop. You hear that slapping? That's life. It hasn't stopped, has it? Hasn't stopped at all. It keeps on going. Keeps on going keeps on going that's all it does there is no break there is no timeout this ain't a video game or a damn movie this ain't the damn notebook or a walk to remember 
love that movie. Oh my gosh. Just like I love Twilight. I can't believe they were all fighting over such a mediocre-looking girl like Bella, who just wanted attention and just was so ungrateful for the life that she had. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, Edward is handsome and amazing. Jacob is buff and handsome and amazing. I would have definitely chose Jacob for sure, but that's just me. You know what I'm saying? If I was Bella, if I was in Bella's shoes, I would have chose Jacob for sure. Hands down, hands down. He would he would have given her a human life, or what was what was what he could have. You know what I'm saying? But then he would have stopped phasing. Cause I read all the Twilight books in fifth grade, dude. Like uh, <laughs> I was reading like really thick ass books in fourth grade. Like my reading comprehension level has always been really really high. But uh, yeah, so the Quillutes or whatever. See, I'm gonna go off a little tangent here real quick. So like the Quillutes and shit like that, Jacob and the bloodline he's from, they only transform when they encounter vampires. That's when they get the change and their body like buffs up and their temperature rises to about 110 and they get faster and able to phase in and out and basically essentially they are immortal as long as they're in contact with the vampire. I mean because vampires in like their vicinity they're immortal, so they so they're able to fight vampires. After Jacob found out that Bella was getting married to Edward, he was literally going to be a wolf forever. He was just going to be a wolf forever, and he could have remained a wolf, and he wouldn't have aged as long as he remained a wolf and kept encountering vampires in Washington. But since vampires go to Vancouver a lot, which is in Canada. And they're frequently traveling through the reservation. He would have probably never aged. So it would have been something. Either way, Bella would have aged out. And Jacob would have still been alive. But he would have been with their kid. Who most likely would have inherited the gene from Jacob. So Jacob still would have had some piece of Bella there. Uh, you know, forever. That's how it is in the book. Ignore the, the movie and shit. But yeah, I would definitely would have chose Jacob. At least, she, at least he would have given her something. And that's how her life would have been. She just lived on the reservation, you know, graduated. Um, did what she needed to do, but she would have lived a pretty boring life. Edward really was like that catalyst for for something different in Bella. That she wanted, that she really wanted. She wanted adventure. She wanted the, the speed, the strength to be with Edward forever. Uh, to live life truly as the undead. That's why New Moon, she went through such a state of depression. Because um, she just missed him so much. And she missed the life that she could have had. But that's why she kind of, towards like the middle of the book, or like things like towards like early beginning, she really decided like to be like, Jacob, you're here. And it wasn't like a consolation prize or anything with Bella and Jacob. It was like, I believe like they loved each other unconditionally. That they had true love for each other. So... Um, she decided to like be like Jacob. You're here right now. Um, I've known you for so long. Blah 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 blah. You remain constant in my life. You're not fleeting like like Edward is. Maybe this can work out. Maybe maybe I could. It's the only way I can stay in force. But she was also hoping that Edward would come back. And as soon as he came back, she ditched his ass. So 
That's some true love shit right there. Back to the point. Jeez, give me over on that little twilight tinge. I cannot believe it. <laughs> but, um... Some of you guys are like... Like Bella, right now. Some of you guys are... they have You have people in your life that are around you right now. Give the world for you. Love the ground and worship the ground you walk on. But you have a feeling there's something better out there for you. Or something better can come back your way for you. I understand. But you gotta go out there and get it. You gotta go out there and get it, man. You gotta get it while you can. While time is on your side. Once it is not, you know, what can you do? I hear tales all the time about people in their 40s and 50s who don't have love. They have no one to go home to. And people might say, oh, that's their choice. They Maybe they feel good. Maybe they don't want anyone. Maybe they don't need anyone. Listen to me right now. Listen to me. Listen. Humans live an awfully long time. Despite what you think. You might think 70 to 80 years is not a long time, but it is a very long time to be hurt. It is a long time to be by yourself. And with no one around, your parents will not be there all the time. I've come to accept this. Me and my parents, we talk about death literally all the time. And it's healthy conversations because they know I literally deal with death on a daily basis in healthcare. It's, it's all I deal with. And a lot of people might say it's unhealthy, but I'm like, I learn a lot from these people, and they they come to accept their their death whenever it happens as just that it just happens. They don't cry over it like that. Some of them, they don't whine. They accept it while they're healthy, so that way when it does happen, they go really in peace. And I do my best to make sure they go in peace. I do not leave their side. I feed them. I. I I was in the room the other day with a hospice patient. I fed her three things, like three tubs of vanilla ice cream. I sat there until damn near my shift was over. And I started feeding this ice cream like at 11.30. So it was about two hours. You can't feed them too fast or they'll choke. So forgive me for feeding her slow. But I fed her for about two and a half hours, three pints of ice cream. And I loved every minute of it. And she gave me a smile. As soon as they see my face, they smile. They're, they literally light up, even with death knocking on their door. Death on their shoulders, and you can almost see it. You can almost smell it in the air, in the room. You can, you can sniff, and you can smell it. You can almost see it in their eyes while they look at you. And they give me a big old smile. And I do it for them, because I love them. I would hate to see anything happen to them, but I know that they have to go. I know the best thing for me to do is to make sure that they can go in peace. And if giving you this damn ice cream or giving you this this candy or whatever, or even a hug or kissing, if that makes if that can ease you along, that is what I will do for you. That is that is what I will do. That is how passionate I am about my job, about my purpose that I found. A lot of people have not found their purpose, and they will go years and years and years without finding their purpose as well, not realizing that all you got to do is look. 
All you got to do is put yourself out there to look. And it will find you. Your purpose will find you. When you are talented, when you have a purpose, when you have drive, determination, those gifts will make room for you. There is no need for you to do too much else, but just put yourself out there and they will literally come to you. But 80 years is a very long time to be alone. It is. Or even for 40 to 30 years, if you've been with someone and something happens, it is a long time. Go out and find that person. If that person is someone in your past or whatever, look them up. Try to find them. Most likely they're in the same position that you are in, just begging, just waiting for you to find them. But they don't know how to ask. And you don't know how to look. But you never know. You never know. I've seen people reconcile after the worst things they could possibly do to each other. And they make it through. Just like that. Through faith. Through work. Counseling. Whatever you need to do. If there is someone that you think you let go. Or someone that let you go. And you know the reason why. Work on that with them. Tell them you are working on these things. Tell them you would like another chance to work, to be better. You do not want to be out here alone. I know people in their 30s that say they have never found love before. And it, and it just breaks my heart for them. That they have never received the, the love you get from another person on this earth. That isn't your mom or your dad. It breaks my heart. I have a big heart and it just breaks it in two to see the shit. To even hear it. And to look on their faces and know that they're trying their best just to make it through another day. Go look. Manifesting can only get you so far. Put in the work. Please. You do not want to be out here alone. I am telling you this from experience of just being wise and being in this field for 16. Since I was 15 turning 16. Unhealthy amounts of love and death. I know couples. That after one passes away. It is not too long before the other one passes away. And sometimes I've seen it happen the same day. The same day. Literally. I've seen it happen two days later, a week later, three months, six months, a year, but they always do it. If they've been together a long time and they shared a connection and a bond, that person will call them home and they will go to them. They will follow them through death's door just to be together with them again. That is how special the connection between another person is on this earth and you've got to find it. You've got to look for it. You've got to put in the work and find it. Stop sitting around waiting for it. Because life and time will pass you by. Before you know it, whatever you thought you had, whatever you thought you could attain, now it is out of reach because you sat too long. You don't want to sit too long because you get stagnant. Keep moving. Keep pushing forward. Always forward. Forward always. That's how you gotta do it. 2023, that is how you gotta do it, man.
and then beyond, like Buzz Lightyear shit. You gotta... <laughs> shit. <coughs> it's been a while since I did some motivational shit, huh? It's like lately I just covered topics of, uh... Celebrity gossip and world tragedies. <laughs> but I needed this though. Because that advice just wasn't for you guys. That shit was for me too. And sometimes I say the exact, almost all the time, I say the exact thing that I need to hear, but I need to hear it out loud, said by me. But this is why I don't ask for advice from people. Normally, I don't need advice from people. You don't either. You know what you need to do. You know how you need to do it. You just need to do it. Remember, you can't know what you don't know. And if you knew better, you'd do better. Now that you know, let's keep moving, guys. Let's keep moving. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Like my shit. Like nobody else's shit out here, man. They don't do it like I do it, all right?